Hey guys, if you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. Every review helps us out, so don't be afraid to leave us a five-star review. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Seven Land presents Paralyzed. Chapter 7, The Writer. Part 2. What are you talking about? I thought you wanted to see this through. I'm falling apart. I shouldn't be here. Did you see her again? Did you see Jen? No. I saw the shadow man. Where? I pointed across the street. David, I'm really sorry. Maybe it was wrong to bring you here. What happened to the cop? Joel? He had to leave. Got an important call. Listen, why don't I take you back to the motel? I'll go to the warehouse and talk to Salas myself. Okay. Come on, let's go. We drove back to the motel in Charlemont. I took two more Tylenol and laid on the bed. Roland turned the TV on for me. I'm going to talk to Salas and maybe a few others. I'll be back around five. You going to be okay here? I nodded. You sure? You're not going to walk into traffic or something, are you? I'll be fine. I'm, I'm just going to get some rest. Okay. There's snacks on the counter and warm drinks in the broken fridge. Roland smirked, but I remained emotionless. Get some rest. I turned the TV to TCM and watched an old silent film with Errol Flynn. I tried sleeping, but couldn't. Around noon, I got up and ate some chips. I wasn't really hungry, just bored. I wondered what my mom must be thinking right now, how worried she would be. I got up from the bed. I decided to take a shower.
The water was soothing, but it turned from hot to cold within a couple minutes, forcing me out. I got dressed and sat back on the bed. The motel room was stuffy. I needed to get out. downstairs to the front office. Hello, sir. Can I help you? Yes. Uh, my refrigerator isn't running, and there's, there's no punchline. Oh, what room are you in? Um, 204. Okay, I'll have it replaced. Thank you. The sky was a drab gray. The air was stale and smelled of wet cement. I headed west. Not sure where I was going, but I felt like a walk. Charlemont was a small town, not much bigger than Layden Falls. I passed a diner, a convenience store, a gas station and a pizzeria. A large river followed the road I walked along. Excuse me? I turned around to see a woman next to a parked car. Could you possibly help me? With? I have a flat and I cannot get this tire off. Her car was on the side of the road, half in the grass. Uh, yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't think I hit anything, and I don't see anything sticking out of the tire. I walked over to her car and looked over the tire. I've changed tires before, but I cannot, for the life of me, get these nuts off. (laughs) Sorry, that sounded kind of gross. Anyway, I got two, but the last three won't budge. I have a spare in the back. Let me see... I took the lug wrench from the girl and bent down. I hooked onto a lug nut and tried turning. She was right. These things were on tight. Damn. Told you. Hold on. I stood up and started pressing down with my foot, but the wrench loosened. I'll hold it in place. Thanks. I kicked it slightly, but was careful not to kick the woman's hand. Finally, the nut began to budge. There! You got it! She twisted it off. Just two more. What's your name, by the way? David. Hi, David. My name's Julia. Thank you for this. I don't have AAA. I mean, I'm not far from my parents, but they won't answer their damn phone. You from Charlemont? No, Springfield. Although now I live in Burlington, Vermont. But my parents just moved here. Well... Not Charlemont, just outside of Leyden Falls. Big farmhouse, lots of property. 
I'm driving down to visit. This will be my first time seeing it. Oh. You from around here? No, uh, first time in Massachusetts. I'm from Florida, St. Petersburg, near Tampa. What brings you up here? Family? No. Vacation? You could say that. Oh, it's a secret. After another 15 minutes of struggling, I finally cracked the other two lug nuts off. I helped Julia replace her tire and throw the other one in the trunk. Thank you so much. I wouldn't have been able to do that myself. No problem. Here. She grabbed her purse from the front seat. No, no. That's... that's okay. Take some money, please. No, really. Please? It would mean a lot. You help me out. It's really no problem. Here, it's not much. She shoved 20 bucks in my hand and gave me a hug. It was awkward how friendly she was. Do you need a ride? No, I'm fine. Okay, thank you again. She was pretty. Her long, dark hair and thin frame reminded me of Jen. Although, she seemed to be older, maybe late 20s. She climbed in her car, waved by, and took off. I stood there a moment and thought about what I was doing. Roland was off trying to find more information about my problem, and I'm here, taking a stroll, trying to keep myself busy. I should be doing something. I saw another convenience store down the road. I headed to it. grabbed a bottle of water, and went to the cashier. That it for you? Yeah. You want a bag? No. Hey, is there a library around here? A library? No, um, let me think. Closest library would be... Leyden Falls? No, not there. I'd say Heath might have one, I think. That would be the closest. Or maybe Bedford. No, wait, Heath. Heath definitely has one, and that would be a lot closer than Bedford. How far is Heath? About five miles north. Heath Road is just down the street. You follow that all the way up. It takes you right into town. If memory serves, I believe that library is off onto the right. Right past the hamburger joint. What's it called? Oh, what's it called? Five miles. Joe's joint. That's it. Right past Joe's joint. It's on the side road, but you'll see it. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. I walked outside and looked up at the sky. Still gloomy. Should I chance it? Five miles would be about an hour and a half walk. And who knew if they would have anything of interest. I wanted to look through some articles. Roland said that the story never made it past local news. Shit, what else was I going to do? sit around and wait for Roland to get back. I could take an Uber if I had my phone. Fuck it. I just hope it doesn't rain.
I walked all the way to Heath along Heath Road. It took exactly an hour and a half. I was sweating even though it was cool outside and the sun was blocked by the looming clouds. I headed into the library and refilled my water bottle at a water fountain. Hello. Hi. I have a question. If I wanted to look at old news articles... How far back? A couple years. Okay. Any particular article or paper? No. Here, follow me. The lady led me to the back of the library. We have several computers. Most is in our database. Mostly local stuff. If you can't find anything, you can use the microfilm machine in the back. We have a lot of film we haven't scanned over, but again, that's just local stuff. Everything else you can usually find online. Okay, and that's for neighboring towns too? Like... Leyden Falls, Tremont. Sure. If you can't find something in particular, let me know and I'll help. Thank you. The woman nodded and headed back to the front desk. I jumped on a computer and did a search. Sefton Trust, writer, murder... Several articles popped up. I sifted through them. Sefton Trust was a writer, a journalist that turned to writing books. He was no Stephen King, but he made a living from it. I scanned a few of his books, but none seemed familiar. Him and his wife moved here in 2009. There wasn't much of interest, but I kept checking the dates of the local papers. I then went to the microfilm machine. Two years ago exactly. The Recorder newspaper. I skimmed through it. Nothing new about the murder. Nothing I hadn't already learned from that cop at the diner. The murder did make the front page of the Recorder though, but it wasn't the main headline. A weather warning was. Some huge storm was approaching. I took the microfilm out and found the following day's Recorder paper. huge storm hits. I went back to the computer and looked up the storm that hit the following day. An overflow of Deerfield River. Flooding resulted. A lot of property damage throughout the area. Find everything? Yes, thank you. Actually, can I ask you about this flood? Do you remember it? She bent over my shoulder and looked at the computer screen. I could smell her strong perfume. Oh, I do. I remember that. Roads were flooded all over. No one could leave town. A lot of farms and campgrounds were devastated. Every once in a while, we'd get hit with a bad storm, but nothing like that one. I was without power for nearly a week. I stared at one of the pictures, which was taken after the storm had passed. Several trucks were stalled on the side of the flooded road. Tree branches littered the street. People are worried about the storm coming. It's supposed to do quite a bit of damage as well. Is that so? Yeah, it'll be nasty. 
but I'm a bit more prepared this time. She walked off, taking her flowery smell with her. I went back to the computer. The next hour was spent printing out information on trust and the storm to take back to the motel with me. dark clouds looming. The darkness of the sky was intimidating. The clouds hanging over the surrounding forest reminded me of Terra Lake. I shook my head to rid myself of those thoughts. Instead, I took a sip of water and hoped I could make it back before the downpour. Robert M. Lamb, starring Robert M. Lamb as David, Amy LeRae as Roland, co-starring Jack Austin, Kaylin Boyd, Ashley Cartesano, Victor M., Anthony Grimm, Megan Austin, Jay Moron, Ryan Wiggs, and Ariel Zadok. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Dylan Mixer of dmixmusic.com. If you enjoy Paralyzed, don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. This has been a Seven Lamb production.